0: Let's dive into the Marijuana Business Daily's guide on who's going to legalize, uh, be a legislator in 2022. We're going to look at the expected areas that might legalize, strong chances, as well as people that are worth watching. We're going to do a quick guide to cannabis in the U.S., kind of reminding you about what's legal, who's medical only, and who's not uh, allowing it at all. Idaho, all of that coming up. It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. So just as a reminder, there's 18 states plus DC that have fully legalized cannabis adult use. Uh, That's both medical and recreation. Cannabis regulation in Colorado, for example, add a lot of jobs, investments, new markets, the economy, billions of dollars. And then um, seeing that the MORE Act, obviously we've talked about that podcast before, um, having bipartisan support, no pushback whatsoever. Although getting kicked, the, the can's getting kicked down the road between the MORE Act and the Safe Banking Act, but the fact that it's still kind of in process um, speaks volumes. So hopefully that'll continue and eventually get passed. There's some states that are medical only. Um, Colorado and, and Washington, they, uh, Oregon, they were all medical only at some point. And went recreation, same thing. We're going to see with a lot of these other states. Um, some that have more qualifying, hard to qualify conditions than, than other states. Um, you might see something like uh, Iowa that has some crazy cannabis law um, where it has to be CBD based only. And the funny thing is, is uh, federally, it's legal CBD based products as long as 0.3% or less is legal no matter what. So um hopefully we'll kind of see all of that go to the wayside with federal legalization but in the meantime states got to figure it out and most states that have regulation or regulated cannabis the medical kind of goes to the wayside um because literally the the cost of the card itself doesn't the the discount or savings that you get from the stores don't pay for the card. This is a little bit hard to see but what we're seeing is six states where cannabis is not legal um, Uh, And then, for the most part, not even decriminalized. Wyoming, Wisconsin, Kentucky, Kansas, and Idaho. uh, At least Nebraska took the steps to decriminalize it. Um, I would think that Kentucky, come on, y'all. That's funny. Because you know, like everybody in office in Kentucky is going to be on some hemp and cannabis board eventually. But in the meantime, they're just not really allowing it to go anywhere, which is frustrating. Pot stocks sure took off when Biden got elected, kind of haven't done anything since, but we have seen a lot of marijuana legislation through state legislature versus voter referendum. So it used to be that you'd see all these hippies out on the streets saying, oh, let's legalize pot. And you'd be like, get out of my way, hippie. (laughs) Uh, And eventually it would get passed that way. Now what you're seeing is state legislature, you would think, oh, that's great that they're, they're catching on. But what's happening is getting lobbyists from, um, very specific parties, we'll say interested parties that want the laws written for them. So that's why you're seeing a lot of limited licensed states because it's more money. And so that's what's happening. Um, it's not that these bureaucrats are getting hit to the game, it's more that they're just being influenced by folks who uh, want to make some more money. So uh, nothing like Oklahoma or Oregon is going to happen in that scenario. It's going to be like an Arizona or um, a Massachusetts, where it's a very small, limited license state so that people make a lot of money. And that's really it. Uh, you see a lot of that in the Northeast, Mid-Atlantic. A lot of activity up there. Rhode Island, top candidate for approval for regulated commercial markets, according to some industry insiders, some experts. There's some other factors that are driving lawmakers. There's support for legalization, um, mostly because they're seeing the medical aspect. A lot of that came from uh, Charlotte's Web. Um, So kind of CBD paved the way, if you will. Uh, We're also starting to see... um, People understanding that the money's there. So the tax revenues, they obviously need that pretty bad. Um, and there also hasn't been any uh, pushback. So because people aren't upset about it, they're kind of just moving forward with it. The other thing, too, is there's FOMO. So there's regions where the border states are taking in some of the money. And so they might, uh, these states who haven't legalized might as well take some of that money away. Rhode Island, for example, they got Massachusetts, Connecticut. So they got some FOMO taking, um, losing out from revenue from where everyone else around them is taking it in. Massachusetts is going to get $2 billion in revenue within the next two years. Uh, and then Connecticut announcing it's going to take some applications for certain types of licensing um, pretty much right away. Maryland uh, is medical only but still pulling in about 400,000 a year a month, excuse me, 400,000 a month. It looks like Virginia might actually beat Maryland uh, to the punch on uh, regulated cannabis Uh, in terms of where we might see recreational cannabis right now, Delaware, a couple of house bills right now, where, um, uh, It's going to be taken up again, having already gone through. So they're going to see what New Jersey is doing, basically copy them and apply um, political pressure, make sure that gets through. So they're going to have 30 retail store licenses, 15 social equity applicants, only 30 producer processors. Um, So, again, limited license state for Delaware It's small anyways, um, and they're not really expecting many people to fail Cause that's, you know, a substantial amount of three businesses fail. That's, that's 10%. So um, that's a lot. And, and you're going to have a lot that do fail. So I'm not really sure that they're setting themselves up for success. Taking a look at Hawaii, they passed a Senate bill uh, pretty substantially. Uh, and it's going to go into the house. And so with that bill um, doesn't really address social equity. It um, doesn't say whether the bill, when it would become effective, but at least they got their little marker in there for, for it to happen at some point. We talked about Maryland uh, and that happening um, uh, by 2024. Minnesota has a majority Democrats, not really sure if that matters anymore because everyone's seen the dollars behind it. Uh, California should tell you right off the bat, it doesn't matter if Democrats hold control because they still haven't passed uh, a lot of bills that you think that they would uh, at this point, but um, like a banking bill, for example, um, one fifth would go towards social equity. It's a decent amount. That's good. New Hampshire uh, just basically saw that um, there is a house bill that that didn't pass. There's six other bills, though, in place. So some of them would refer to the same um, Issues in that's going to be voted on in the fall, and that's the most likely scenario. So they're going to set up a recreational market without licensing caps in New Hampshire. Ohio was influenced by some lobbyists. They didn't wait for voter adoption. Um, They had been um, uh, approached by uh, somebody from 98 Degrees, Uh, There was five owners. Um, They basically wanted total control of the entire state. Um, Luckily, that um, was voted down or didn't make it. Whatever the deal was, that was good. Um, And so with that comes this other limited license option. So uh, we're going to see something where there's 40 cultivators and only 50 uh, stores and preference given to applicants who participate in a social equity program. Pennsylvania, kind of, uh, I guess the Republican-led Senate is being uh, a roadblock there that they want to help social equity applicants and cap to 50 growers and 50 processors and 100 permits to have Pennsylvania be a limited licensed state. And moving on to Rhode Island, looking at recreational um, with two measures that were in play in 2021 and they're trying to pass a, a similar version Uh, Without the House um, getting in their way, basically Senate bill called for 150 stores, they want social equity, craft cultivation licenses, and the governor called for 25 retail licenses in Rhode Island. Again, small, but they're setting themselves up for failure because they anticipate all of these businesses to succeed, and that's just not going to happen. Kansas looks like uh, they got a bill that looks like it's got a good chance of passing uh, and setting aside 15% of licenses for minority applicants. Mississippi, on the other hand, um, is really unfortunate, really, really crazy where the state legislative uh, negotiators agreed on a more restrictive marijuana measure after the Supreme court voided a business friendly voter approved measure. So now the state's going to negotiate what they want for the people that's crazy so pretty sketchy um we'll see what happens with mississippi but that that sucks Uh, north carolina they're looking at a compassionate cares act moving through several committees uh, and then being placed on the back burner for um probably covid stuff but their state budget is pretty tore up so they're gonna obviously look at, at passing it this year and they want supplier licenses in addition to the, the normal stuff. They want four, I um, each license holder can have up to four dispensaries. Washington State allows six, so that's not too bad. Um, we'll see if they expand that from four to six or whatever. And then um, at least one in a county designated as economically disadvantaged Uh, They don't really care about social equity, but they're trying to appease somebody Uh, looking at their neighbors, South Carolina, the uh, state committee advanced the compassionate cares act that they have uh, probably not going to do anything until May, though, and they have state sponsors and people that are going to try to push this through. Um, so, uh, pr- fairly restrictive, maybe the, one of the most. It's limiting the number of qualifying patient conditions that the number um, and the number of growers. So they're just limiting everybody who can use it, who can grow it. So South Carolina is not only be limited number, uh, limited um, uh, licensed state, but also limited buyer state. So I think they're just kind of encouraging um, you know, black market. Like D8 could be sold from hemp or whatever else. Um, so. I don't know. We'll have to see what actually happens. But I think what the uh, big takeaway is that nobody really cares. So there's no pushback. Um, there's not an issue for the legalization. So at some point we only have 18 plus DC that's regulated once we get like, you know, 30 something, uh, then the feds might kick in and that's going to be domino. That's going to happen pretty, pretty fast in the next three years. It'll just keep happening as more and more States look to, uh, um, grab, uh, some more revenue. We're going to see a a lot of issues with the supply chain and and shortages on, uh, labor and taxes and all these other things. And so might as well have cannabis with that. We're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is the talking hedge. Don't forget to like share and subscribe or don't. And I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got.